Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Our webpage has links to different places you can hear our podcast, including YouTube, which has closed captioning. I'm told by Apple Podcasts that they are going to do closed captioning soon. That's a great service. I use it a lot. And I look at our podcast on YouTube, make sure that it's pretty accurate, and it is. I am very impressed with that because I don't think I enunciate all my words correctly. And of course, I kind of make up words as I go, and good old closed captioning handles that pretty well. You can also find us on our Facebook page, Baby Boomer Tales. We have a LinkedIn page, but all I do there is I put a link to our podcast. It's an old throwback from when I used to be in business. And believe you me, podcasting is a business. Our Boomers General Store there at our website has goods that you can purchase from Baby Boomer Tales Podcast. Nothing's free and I've got to make a little money here and there just to fund this puppy. Nothing else. Of course, we all need money and like money. Don't love it though. Or it'll control you like nobody's business. Well, it is Valentine's Day today, February 14th. That's the date this episode is aired on. Our unusual fact of the week, most of the roses given in the United States on Valentine's Day are shipped here from Ecuador, Kenya, Colombia, etc. Since we're limited for homegrown roses in February because of the cool climate. We bring them in from all over in warmer climates so your darling can have a nice red rose. Let me suggest listening to episode 129, Does This Shirt Make Me Look Fat? on Baby Boomer Tales podcast. It's a good oldie but goldy, moldy, it's an old moldy, goldie moldy. I think you would enjoy it. It's about when I had to go to a funeral right at the end of the great COVID lockdown the last of a year and a half or something. And I hadn't worn regular clothes for a long time. Well, I couldn't fit into any clothes. Not a suit, not some nice dockers, just an old pair of blue jeans that had some elastic stretch in them or my sweatpants. And I had a problem. Listen to it. Episode 129. When I was a little kid, about one year old, my parents and I moved to California down in the San Diego area, a little town, it was a suburb, called El Cajon. Well, El Cajon today has over 100,000 people in it. But it didn't back then. I have a lot of memories from those days back then. One of my most vivid memories is walking down this big long ramp from this church I would go to Sunday school and I'd walk down the ramp and my parents would pick me up. The way I remember this one incident is my dad was there to pick me up and he took me to a dump. And the dump back then 
they had where they burnt the trash. So the whole dump area wasn't landfill. It was always on fire. And I remember my dad talking with people that worked there. So we must have had to take a load to the dump or something. But I also remember Mabel and Valley. They were our next door neighbors across the street, our neighbors across the street. And their son, Glenn, who was a couple years older than me. Mark, a kid that lived right next door to me, that we were fast friends, we were the same age, and we have home movies of Mark and I marching like we were soldiers, up and down, up and down. There's also Cheryl, a little girl who lived a couple houses down, and she was a good friend of mine. I remember my little white dog called Snowball, and in my mind's eye, I remember Snowball getting hit by a car. I don't know if I just heard the story and fabricated it in my mind or what, but I have that memory of little Snowball. Well, it must have been a traumatic thing. And somebody from Tijuana, which was right across the border, we were right down there by the border, brought my family a little cocker spaniel puppy and we named him Poncho. And Poncho was my dog clear until Poncho died at about 12 years old. Poncho was a little bit older than me, if I remember right, so he must have been a year old. Perhaps I'm wrong on that, I don't know. I remember swimming in a river up in a canyon with my parents and Mabel and Valley and Glenn which really cracks me up because I can't imagine my mother getting in a bathing suit and swimming in some river somewhere up in a canyon. But apparently she did. She must have been much younger than I remember her, if you know what I mean. My brother John was born there in California, probably in a hospital in San Diego. I remember flying back to Colorado to see family here with my mom, just my mom and me came back and playing in the aisles of the airplane. They gave me some kind of a pin that had wings on it for being a good little boy, I guess, on the plane. And when I got back, I remember swinging on our swings, showing Cheryl my wings. Our song of the week is California Girls written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. It was recorded in 1965 by the Beach Boys. It was on their album Summer Days and Summer Nights. Brian Wilson once proclaimed that the intro to this great song is the greatest piece of music he's ever written. In 2010, this great recording was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame and Rolling Stone Magazine has it listed as number 72 on its list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. I wish they all could be California girls. We moved back to Colorado sometime in early 1955. Probably that spring. Maybe during the winter, I don't know. I know we lived out on the cottonwood while my dad built our house and we moved to town. I've been back to California several times since we moved away from there in 55. The first time was right after I graduated from high school and we went on the last family vacation 
I ever went on with my folks, my brothers, and my sister. We flew into L.A. and drove down to San Diego. I remember we got out of the airport and went and rented an Avis car. I had only heard of Hertz, but my dad rented from Avis, and the car had dog hair in it. They didn't clean the dog hair out of it. And my folks let me drive from L.A. down into San Diego on those big, wide freeways out of Los Angeles. We went to El Cajon and saw our old neighbors. My mom had some abalone. She loved eating abalone and apparently couldn't get it in Colorado. When we were driving back to L.A., we spent the night at some beach south of Los Angeles. And that following morning, we found out that Bobby Kennedy had been assassinated up there in L.A. The next time was in about 1969-1970. I hitchhiked to California, spent some time in L.A., and worked my way up to San Francisco. In about 1971, I was living in Boston in the wintertime. It was so cold that I got a ride to Oakland, California. And it was so different from Boston. The cold, humid, cold that would come through the walls at you in Boston was replaced by mild temperatures and gentle rain. And I really liked Oakland. But I was on my way to Arizona to live in the desert. So I flew out of Oakland into Phoenix and realized I didn't really like the desert. So the last time I was ever in California... I flew back to the San Francisco area from Phoenix less than a week later. And that is the very last time I was ever in California. I came back to Colorado and I never left Colorado until I moved here to the Midwest in 1988. Some other things I remember about my time in California when I was a child was the Mother Goose Parade. It must have been in San Diego, but I remember Hopalong Cassidy riding a horse. I think it was a white horse, if I remember right. I remember this big float of Mother Goose. I remember going across the border into Tijuana. I remember the mausoleum, visiting the mausoleum, where my cousin Vicky was buried. It must have been during the funeral situation. She was my Uncle Vic and Aunt Margaret's little girl that died at childhood. She was just a little kid. I don't even remember how old she was. I remember Mission Beach and people playing in the ocean. I remember my dad making our yard in our house in El Cajon. I remember Grandma and Grandpa, my dad's parents, they had a little hardware store in Alpine. Now Alpine was east of El Cajon, and El Cajon was east of San Diego. And Alpine was 1,800 feet in elevation, so you went up into the mountains. I just remember a lot of pine trees and stuff. When we were in Flagstaff, Arizona, I told my wife that it kind of reminded me of Alpine, California. I remember Chula Vista. 
I think Grandma and Grandpa lived in Chula Vista and had the store in Alpine, but I'm not positive of that. There are a lot of pictures of Uncle Vic and Aunt Margaret, Grandma and Grandpa, my dad and mom. I think my Uncle Vic lived in California during that time also. Years later, after my dad retired, he moved my mom and my sister and my little brother Don back to California to Coordinado Island and stayed there a couple years. But that was part of my dad's MO after he retired. He'd move away for a couple years, then he'd go back to that little hometown in the Colorado Rocky Mountains that I will always call home. He'd move away again a couple years western Colorado and back he come to 8,000 feet above sea level the place that always will be in my heart the place I like to talk about on this podcast always be kind it is more than just a great calling it is a simple thing we all can do if you enjoy this podcast I ask that you share it that's all I ever ask of you And I do appreciate you listening and sharing these little stories I have that I try to bring you every Wednesday. So I will be back next Wednesday with a new edition. Peace out. Do you know the way to San Jose? Big Sur. Sierra Nevada's Disneyland. California Dreamer. Bakersfield. The little old lady from Pasadena, Knott's Berry Farm, Santa Catalina Island, Napa, Surf City, Yosemite National Park, Laguna Beach, Hollywood, Beverly Hillbillies, San Francisco, Venice Beach, Hotel California, Redwood National Park, Monterey, the Dodgers, Death Valley, Golden Gate Bridge, Lake Tahoe, Palm Springs, Sequoia National Park, the Rose Bowl, Highway 1, East of Eden, Mount Shasta, Alcatraz, Carmel Shore, John Steinbeck, Pebble Beach, Santa Anita Racetrack, Balboa Park.